Chapter 1 The Breath of God Watch the eagle, our Israeli guide said, pointing high above the Sinai desert at the silent figure soaring close to the mountains. He locks his wings, picks the thermals, and rides the breath of God above the storm. I was on a research trip in the Sinai Peninsula, collecting material for a book on the wilderness experience. For seven days, our small group of men had been trekking the desert sand, making our way through the awesome wadis, dried riverbeds, and climbing the rugged stone mountains in the footsteps of Moses. Now we had reached Jebel Musa, the mountain of Moses. Struggling in the darkness, we had climbed the backside of Mount Sinai to reach the summit by dawn. Now we were on our descent following the steep path downward toward St. Catherine's Monastery, nestled far below against the base of the huge mountain. It was then we spotted the eagle. A huge storm, one of those rare phenomena of the desert, had built up over the Gulf of Suez and was now moving inland. The mighty thunderheads towered around 30,000 feet, it was awesome to behold as it moved to the south of us across the triangular-shaped peninsula toward Saudi Arabia where it would doubtless dissipate. But it was the eagle which drew the attention of our guide. We were near the summit of the 7,600-foot mountain, and the eagle was already 10,000 feet above us and climbing. That's what the prophet meant when he said God's people would mount up with wings as eagles, the tough, dark-skinned Israeli said as he squatted on the pathway, waiting for the rest of the men to catch up. I squatted down beside him, Bedouin fashion, and together we watched the eagle confront the massive storm clouds. How high will he go? I asked. Over and around the storm, perhaps fifteen, twenty thousand feet. He is now beyond his own control. He locks his wings here, he said, pointing at his shoulders, and rides the wind of God. Again he used that magnificent Hebrew word roach to describe the thermals of the desert. It was the same word King David used in Psalm 51 to describe the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. Take not thy roach from me. In the New Testament, the word is softer, more gentle. There we find the Greek word pneuma, meaning breath or spirit. It is the same word from which we get pneumatic. In the New Testament, it is often used to describe a filling experience. So the Holy Spirit fills much as one would blow air into a balloon. The thought is one of lifting from within. But in the Old Testament, the Spirit of God, the Ruach, is anything but gentle. Here it is a roaring wind, howling through the canyons and moaning over the mountains. It is the mighty winds of the storms blowing across the wilderness, accompanied by flashing lightning and rumbling thunder. It is the hot air thermals rushing upward, and upon it rides the eagle, ascending to unbelievable heights.
using the air currents which destroy things on the ground to carry him over the fury of the storm to safety on the other side. I watched, fascinated, as the eagle circled and ascended until he was but a tiny dot against the onrushing storm. Then he disappeared altogether. He fears nothing, the guide said, as we rose to greet the other men coming down the steep path. Even though we no longer see him, he can see us. He can see for fifty miles. He will go so high he may be covered with frost. His head, his wings, everything. Then he descends on the back side of the storm, and the frost melts. Who knows? If it were not for the ice, he might just keep going up, touch God, and never come down.